When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, John, you want to do a few uh, for real or for gazy bullet points before we get out of here? For real. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, um, John, if the Texans fire... Okay, by the way, for those who don't know what for real or for gazy is, I read a sentence or a thought that I have to John. He tells me if he agrees or it makes sense for real, or he tells me if I'm off my rocker, he disagrees. Fugazi. Fugazi being Italian for counterfeit or phony. Uh, John, if the Texans fire Lovey Smith, they need to hire a head coach with an offensive pedigree. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. There's defensive coaches out there have done well. You need a good offensive coordinator. You need a guy who can call plays. And he's been a good quarterback coach. And if you get the right guy, your your things are going great. And people go, well, if you do that and he does well, then he's going to leave to be a head coach. Well, you know what? Teams that are good have have guys that leave their staff all the time. It happens to Bill Belichick. Now it's happened to Kyle Shanahan. It's happened to Sean McVay. So, no, that would preclude them from bringing in D'Amico Ryans. And I think that if they drafted uh, Bryce Young first – and hired D'Amico Ryan's that we unite the fan base like since Gary Kubiak came. Yep, I would agree. I agree with the last thing that you said there, too. And, I, and I'm with you, John. I'm, I, I would love to see D'Amico get this job. But what I did learn just now is there's for real, Fugazi, and then Fugazi, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's three categories now. Uh, all right, John. Uh, for real or Fugazi, Deshaun Watson not meeting with the media today was cowardly. For real or for uh, That's for real. He should have come in there, done it. I'm surprised. You know, he always met with the media here when he was supposed to, even after he had a rare bad game or a tough loss. And up there, he's met with the media twice. He's gotten bombarded with every tough, negative question he could get uh, bombarded with. He didn't always answer them the way he should, but he was fearless. And now for him to duck out, uh, I'm surprised. That's why I expect him to be back on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be interesting, John. If he's back, I mean, he's got to do it between. He's got to do it Thursday or Friday, right? If people are requesting it. Hey, if he gets fined, he pays fifteen grand. Does he care? Of course. Not. No, he did. He, he got fined five million dollars for all his off the field issues. Yes. That's nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, John. One more NFL one. Then I've got a. I got a couple baseball ones here. I've got uh, college football, and even have a Christmas one for you. Um. For real or Fugazi, John, this one of the more interesting games this week is the Jags versus the Lions. They're both four and seven. They're both teams that were picking one and two in the draft last year, but they both seem to be moving in a direction where things are getting a little more positive. For real or Fugazi, the winner of this Jags-Lions game will have a narrative this coming week that they have turned the corner. For real or Fugazi? 
Bugazi, they're the Lions and the Jaguars. They're never going to have have that kind of storyline until they actually do it because both of them are capable of stinking it up. The Jaguars got beat by the Texans for crying out loud for the ninth consecutive time. Beat the Texans and when they play here. Then they turn the corners. For the Lions, it was fun watching them on Thanksgiving. Yep. People like Dan Campbell, but they're the Lions. They could finish in second in the division, but – Boy, I'm going to need to see them have a winning record before I think they've turned a corner. John, for real or Fugazi, impromptu, the winning streak against the Jaguars might be the only thing that sustains us as in terms of positivity for Texan fans between now and the end of the year. Fugazi, I don't think anything's going to sustain First pick Texan in the draft, fans. John. First pick Fugazi, in the draft, that'll sustain. Yeah, well, they're during the season, but yeah. uh, I don't think anything's going to sustain them because the offense has been so – Utterly pathetic. Now, if they removed Pep Hamilton as a play caller and say gave it to Ben McDaniels or or Miles Smith, I don't care. Anybody who couldn't be any worse, then we would at least be interested. But man, I expect the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence to whip them and end that streak, start a streak of their own. Couple Astro ones here, John. They we know that they just signed for real. They just <laughs> they just signed they just signed Jose Abreu this week. And Jim Crane, the owner, said they've still got more work to do. If he is cheap enough, Cody Bellinger should be on the Astros' radar, for real or Fugazi? Um, For real, because he wants a one-year contract. He wants to reestablish himself. He's a former MVP. He's been bad the last two years. And I would love to see him on the Astros roster because I can't wait for him to come here and see have the media ask him the questions about being so outspoken in 2017 about the Astros cheating when he was awful, awful in the World Series. And that's a for real, not a fugazi. Do do you think that if Cody Bellinger signed with the Astros, that at least for the first couple games, some Astro fans would boo him just to get it out of their system and then stop booing him? Or once he's on the Astros, is he booing immune? Oh boy, he was he's hated. Very, he's hated, hated, very John. outspoken. Yes, but you know what? Did Carlos Correa get booed in Minnesota? No. Do all those former yeah, but he wasn't talking trash about the Twins. No, no. but he cheated and couldn't correct. No, you're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think there would be some people who would boo him, get it out of their system, and then they would cheer for him. But, you know, it's been a while since he's been any good, but I think he's just 26 years old. Getting him for one year and they need another center fielder, he's not my ideal choice. No, me neither. But uh, it sure would be interesting to talk about, wouldn't it? It would, John, that would be, it would be fascinating to talk about. There's very little this team can do right now to, to, get the fan base turned sideways against them at all. Like the, John, they're about to lose the American League Cy Young Award winner. My guess is because they just don't want to sign him to the money that he's looking for, and they've got all this pitching. Like They they, they can let Justin Verlander walk, and people are like, in Jim we trust, in, you know, in Dusty we trust, and all this stuff. That is the one thing. That is the one legal thing that the Astros could do and get at least a portion of the fans, I won't say turned against them, but – that would at least have them feeling a certain kind of way about the Astros signing Cody Bellinger. Like, honestly, even like forget about him being a free agent, pretend that he's still with the Dodgers right now. If you were to do a power ranking of players that 
Astro fans would least want on the Houston Astros. Bellinger might have been at the top of it, like at the beginning of last season. I don't think he would have been, but the first time he gets a hit, they'll give him a big ovation because that's, I don't think anything the Astros can do is really going to make people mad. I think fans love oh, talking about yeah. that stuff. And once they, and if it happens, say if it happened at the winter meetings, and then by the time spring training gets here in, in February, then the full squad gets there and they start playing. I think by the time the regular season starts, yeah, I just, I, they, they'll see him in a, They'll see him before the season starts because they always play games there. I'm guessing they would get the booing out from the exhibition games oh. and get it out of their system before they 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 uh, have the first pitch for real. Oh, my God. That would just be – boy, that would be the ultimate heat check by Jim Crane, signing Cody Bellinger, the ultimate heat check. John, I'm just – I'm thinking I don't a, think he's going to do it. I don't. I think don't think he is it. either, but I'm trying to put this in terms of my other teams that I love. Scott Boris is agent. I think he is. Probably he's everybody. I else think this agent. is. I think this is Boris leaking it, trying to, you know, oh, you're, oh my goodness, this guy's going to the Astros. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to go to the Astros? We better give him ten more million dollars. That would be like back in the late '80s at Notre Dame if they just knocked Mary off the top of the dome and put Jimmy Johnson statue on top of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. And you brought up Verlander. Yeah. Never has there been a great pitcher that people are so conditioned to losing that when he goes, people are going to wish him the best and kind of yawn and say, okay, let's get on with our next six stars. Yeah, and, and you know what? And God forbid Framber all of a sudden turn into Framber of 2019 or 2020 again. He's okay in 2020. I shouldn't say that. But, I mean, you you let Verlander walk. You're counting on Framber now being your ace and Lance McCullers being healthy and Javier being what he was in all those starts towards the end of the year. So there's there there it's, it's not without risk, but – um, I look for Javier, excuse me, and Hunter Brown. Hunter Brown, I think, is going to be tremendous. And if they put him in that rotation, he might end up being their second-best pitcher. And I think, too, there gets to start every fifth day. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be tremendous. For real or Fugazi, John, Astro fans should at least be a little concerned that Jeff Bagwell has so much influence with owner Jim Crane. For Gaze, because I don't think if he's the one that told him to re-sign Montero, who was a had a tremendous season considering he was an afterthought in the grave Ken, what's Kendall Graveman? Kendall Graveman trade, yep. Yeah, then he was just to throw in, and he's been tremendous because they have great pitching coaches. And Bagwell is so smart. Anybody that listens to him do the TV broadcasts know. Uh, he's not your typical player. I hear so many guys on MLB Network, MLB TV, and, and NFL Radio who are not as analytical as Bagwell. And I think uh, he's not – even if he says to Crane, okay, uh, I think he's re-sign Correa. He wasn't going to do it. I think he should re-sign Springer. I don't think he said let those guys go. So I think it's good because they're going to have got three assistant general managers and he's going to hire another one. And I think Bagwell is just in the mix and he's getting a lot of attention right now because he's Jeff Bagwell. When you parade him up there at a news conference like they did when they announced Jose Abreu, they're obviously proud of it. And considering he is my all-time favorite Astro, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad they're relying on him. I knew that when I brought this for real or for Gazy up, John. I know you're very fond of Jeff Bagwell. Um, John, if TCU loses a close game in the Big 12 championship game this weekend to Kansas State, they should still be in the college football playoff. For real or Fugazi? 
for real because I think this, after watching Ohio State be favored over Michigan and just get pounded when Michigan didn't have its leading rusher, Blake Corum, who scored 18 touchdowns, uh, I wouldn't put Ohio State in there. And now they're just itching to get Ohio State, Alabama. They want things to break where they don't have to put TCU in there. Yep. And if TCU loses a close game, while I think they should be in it with one one loss, they're going to take another one loss team and pass them up. TCU's fun to watch. I don't know what the they deal sure is. Are. They they are fun to watch. And John, I would with that Browns pick that the Texans have, I would keep a. A close eye on Quentin Johnston, their wide receiver. He is a really, really good football player. I would too, Sean, but the problem is, can't, as bad as their defensive line is yeah. in stopping the run, they've got to have a second defensive tackle. They've got to have another pass rusher. Jerry Hughes will be 34 next year. Uh, Jonathan Grenard's been hurt two years in a row. You've got to work on that defensive line. I'd be surprised if they take two offensive players in the first round, especially considering they think so highly of John Mechie coming back from uh, leukemia. But uh, I think it'll be split. Wouldn't Jalen Carter, you know, think about what it would have been like if Davis Mills had just played well enough to do it one more year while Mm -hmm. they drafted Jalen Carter, for defensive tackle, and then took one of the great receivers 10th overall. Well, John, I, I, let me make a counterpoint to that. I, I get what you're saying, and, I'm, and I've watched every snap of this defense just like you have and think that the, the front seven's an abomination. I, I would say this. One, I think you can rebuild the offensive line and defensive line through shrewd free agency moves quicker than you can maybe just skill positions. Um by signing some veteran guys that are run stuffers, you're not, you know, you, you need some edge help too. Um, So I, I, and they're going to have a ton of money to spend in free agency. I would fix the defensive line or try to through free agency and then draft quarterback and draft Johnston, because those are the two positions now that are the most premium positions out there in the league. We've seen wide receiver, John marquee wide receiver is almost to the level of quarterback in terms of what teams will give up to get one. We've seen it with Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams to a lesser extent with AJ Brown. Um, you know, teams trying to get these, these, these game changing wide receivers to go with the quarterback. You draft Bryce Young at one and Quentin Johnston at whatever. And you've got what you hope are your two game breakers at those two most important positions that can really unlock a lot of things offensively for five years on rookie contracts. That, that, that'll be my counterpoint to that. That's a good point. And I'll counter your counter with AJ Brown was a second round pick and Tyree kill was a five. Yep. No, you're right. That's true. They do have the first pick at where well, they do. Of course, yep. they're going to have the first pick in the second round. Yep. And I'm guessing that Casario will have enough money to spend big on two free agents. Yep. Because these mid-level guys, they got plenty of them. I think Malik Collins was a good move, but they have to get a better tackle and they need an end. And usually if you get a tackle who can stop the run, in free agency, you can find other pass rushers. So I would still say they need an end more than they need a tackle in the draft. They need a receiver. They only need a tight end. And then yeah. maybe maybe with 10 or Cleveland's pick could be 15. They take the mayor from Notre Dame. By I would like that too. Tight end because they need that as well. The good thing is on draft, the three days of the draft, they can't go wrong. Now, they may have gone wrong when they play, but at least for then, people are going to be so fired up. Or the antithesis, 
the way we are right now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. No doubt about that. All right, John, last one for real or Fugazi Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer is a holiday staple to be treasured for real or Fugazi. Oh, absolutely. Who wouldn't think that was Seth Payne. Time. That's who Seth Payne hates Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Oh my goodness. He must've had to hear it so much when he was a child. No, no, I'm, talking, that... I'm not talking about the song. I'm talking about the TV show. Oh, the TV show. The, the movie. The, oh, I don't watch cartoons like that. I'm with Seth. The claymation, John. It's claymation. It's not cartoons. Yeah, whatever it is. Carol Carol watches that. She saves him, and then she records him again yeah. in case something happens on a thunderstorm and she loses him. <laughs> Amy does if the I same have to thing. Listen, if I have to watch White Christmas or listen to the, the Grinch or those again, I'm going to pass out okay so they've so now that i now that you i know, agree I, with seth 100 percent, but i've never seen it so truthfully i wouldn't know okay no but i but i just need you to say fugazi one more time john fugazi. yeah i knew that's it. a I fugazi knew <laughs> all right uh that's good something you and seth can agree on right there john i'm gonna bring Absolutely. that up next wednesday <laughs> rudolph's rudolph the claymation movie sucks all right there you go amy does the same thing john she records all the Christmas specials on our DVR. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you've watched all these 50 times. Secondly, you watch them as they're being played here, and then you still save them on the DVR. Thirdly, there's 8 jillion places you can go watch this on YouTube or on Hulu or everywhere else. Does she get defensive like Carol does? If I bring it up, I bring up the grant, she jumps down my throat so I don't say anything. And, um, it, it's amazing to me. I keep watching or listening, thinking, well, might the ending be different on this one? Could White <laughs> Christmas, could something happen at the end of White Christmas with it's not yes. the same? You know, I like Christmas movies like Bad Santa. Elf. <laughs> Give me Bad Santa over anything involving Rudolph or the Grinch. Oh, all right. That is uh, that is the great one. John McClain right there.